It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Buffalo Bills 2022 schedule has been released, so we're going to break it down from every angle today on Locked On Bills. You are Locked On Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? From the Draft Network, and I'm your host of Locked On Bills. Happy Friday to you, and thank you for making Locked On Bills your first listen every day, or if you're joining us on the YouTube channel, your first watch every day. Well, folks, we have a schedule to break down. The 2022 NFL schedule has been released, and we know the course ahead of the Buffalo Bills in 2022. And I've got a lot to say about this schedule. I have 16 different angles that I'm going to break this schedule down from. These are the things that I'm thinking about. When I see a schedule, these are the things that I think about. And so, no, we're not going to go game by game and tell you what the schedule is. You've seen it by now. You know exactly what the schedule is. We're going to analyze and break this thing down from every imaginable angle. So let's get started. we got 16 different angles to consider. Let's start with the preseason. I know that's not a very exciting start, but I do want to acknowledge the preseason very quickly. Three preseason games now under the new 17-game regular regular season schedule. The Bills host the Colts and Broncos in the preseason, and they travel to the Carolina Panthers. And so I think it's interesting that two of the three games are against AFC opponents. Now, neither the Colts or Broncos are on the Bills schedule, but you kind of expect the Bills to play all NFC teams in the preseason. That's not the case. They get to host the Colts and the Broncos, and they travel to the Carolina Panthers. And last year, under the three-game preseason format, the Bills used their last game as the dress rehearsal where you know Josh Allen, I think, threw 26 passes in the third preseason game last year. And so if Sean McDermott follows that same script, the game against Carolina will be the dress rehearsal. And that's exciting for me because I'll be there. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Of course, I'm going to go to the Bills and Panthers game here in town. And if that's the case, I'll see the best preseason game to see because you'll get the starters for the most action they will see all preseason if Sean McDermott follows the script from last year, and I think he will. So that's the preseason slate of games. The next thing I want to look at is the opener and the opening stretch. As you know, the Buffalo Bills opener isn't just the Bills opener. It's the NFL season opener at the defending Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams on Thursday night football. Kicking off the entire season. The Bills are that team. The signature game, really, right? 
the game everyone's going to be dialed into. The Bills are in L.A. to take on the Rams. Thursday night football, 8.20 p.m. Eastern time. I think it's as good a time as any to play the Rams. They're a good football team, but week one, you know, they got a lot of new pieces to work with on offense. Their left tackle, Andre uh, Andrew Whitworth, retired. They traded away Robert Woods. They don't have Odell Beckham Jr. They're working in Allen Robinson to this receiving core. You know, defensively, they've got some new pieces in the secondary. Demarion Williams is no longer there at corner opposite of Jalen Ramsey. Eric Weddle, who they signed for like the postseason last year, he's not around. Obviously, they lost Von Miller. They lost, you know, Sebastian Joseph Day on the interior of that defensive line. They're going to be acclimating Bobby Wagner. So there's a lot of newness to this Rams team. And um, I think it's a good time to play them. I'm not going to lie. I think it's a perfectly good time for the Bills to play the Rams. They only have to go out west one time this year. And they do it in week one. And so Sean McDermott will have every opportunity to get his team ready for this football game. And so I think it's a great time to play the Rams. So your opener is the season opener against the Rams. Now, the overall opening stretch of games is pretty challenging. This is a pretty tough schedule to start the year for the Buffalo Bills. Week one at the Rams. Then the home opener in week two, Monday Night Football in Orchard Park, Tennessee Titans a team the Bills have lost to the last two seasons to. Then you go at Miami in week three, at Baltimore week four. I think Baltimore is a Super Bowl contender. Home against Pittsburgh and then at Kansas City. That's your opening stretch of games. That's pretty tough. That's a challenging opening stretch for this Bills team. Now it softens up a bit in the middle. But that's a tough opening stretch at the Rams, home against Tennessee, at Miami, at Baltimore, home against Pittsburgh, at Kansas City. If I told you the Bills were 4-2 and after the first six, would you take it? I'd think about it. It's a tough stretch. So I think a somewhat favorable chance to play the Rams week one, but an overall daunting first six games on the schedule. The next thing that I look at are the primetime games. The Bills have been awarded the maximum of five scheduled primetime games. Now, there's some flex games later in the schedule that can turn into more primetime games. And I also, for my own purposes, I think if you play on Thanksgiving, that's a primetime game. It's a standalone game. So the Bills have six standalone games where they are the only NFL game being played at that time. We already know about the season opener Thursday night football, week one at the Los Angeles Rams. Week two, the Bills home opener against the Tennessee Titans on Monday night football. Man, that's going to be an exciting, exciting football game. Home opener, Monday night football. Whew. I'm excited. Week eight. Sunday night football at home against the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen in Orchard Park on Sunday night football. Here's a fun fact for you. The Green Bay Packers have never won in Buffalo. They're 0-5 all-time in Buffalo. Oh, by the way, I'll be at that one for sure. 
Probably go to a couple other games, but I will definitely be at that Sunday night game against Green Bay. Week 12, standalone game, Thanksgiving afternoon, 12.30 p.m. Eastern time, taking on the Detroit Lions in Detroit. So adjust your Thanksgiving Day plans accordingly. I already told my family, we got to eat at 11, 11 a.m., because this kickoff's at 12.30, and I got a football game I got to watch, and then I got a podcast to do. So I'm pretty much going to be booked from 12.30 till about 6 on Thanksgiving. So I told the family, we're eating at 11. The following week, week 13, Thursday night football at the New England Patriots. Week 17, Monday night football at the Cincinnati Bengals. So five primetime games, six standalone games. As things currently stand, I am a little bit bothered that of these six standalone games, two at home and four on the road, Come on now. That should at least be three and three, if not a majority of the standalone games at home for the Bills. Two at home, four on the road. You get Tennessee and Green Bay at home. You got to go to the Rams, Lions, Patriots, and Bengals. I don't have a whole lot of gripes about this schedule, but that's one of them. Then I look at the 1 p.m. kicks on Sunday afternoon. Remember when every Bills game was Sunday at 1? Not anymore. Not even the majority of them are Sunday at 1. There's only seven right now. Seven of the Bills' 17 games are scheduled for 1 p.m. on Sunday. Now, week 15 against Miami is to be determined. That could be a Saturday or a Sunday game, so that could be the 8th. Sunday at 1 o'clock game. They do play Chicago week 16, 1 p.m. Saturday on Christmas Eve. That's not a Sunday at 1. And then the week 18 game against the New England Patriots is to be determined. So that could be flexed to a primetime slot. It could be Sunday at 1. So you have a max. You have a max of nine Sunday at 1 games, seven scheduled for now. The next lens that I looked at this schedule through is what I call the Trey White lens. I think a lot of us are living in a world where there's a, we believe there's a chance Trey White starts the season on the physically unable to perform list, and that means he's out for the first six games of the season. Well, that's interesting because the Bills' bye week is week seven. And so the Bills could really look at putting Trey White on the pup list and then he's out until week eight against the Green Bay Packers. And so that means that if that is the case, now let's hope Trey White is perfectly fine, ready to go 100% for week one. Maybe that'll happen. But if he does start the year on the pup list, you don't have Trey White for the Rams, Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Steelers, and Chiefs. Now, ideally, you'd have him against the Rams. You definitely want him against Kansas City. And you probably want him against Miami. I know that Tua is not a, a quarterback that's going to strike fear into the Buffalo Bills, but Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill do. And you'd love to have Trey White available for that game. So I, I think you have three games that are manageable without Trey White in the Titans, Ravens, and Steelers. 
but you'd love to have him for the Rams, Dolphins, and, and Chiefs. And so if Trey White does start the year on the pup list, then I think we can realistically expect him to make his debut Sunday Night Football against the Green Bay Packers in Week 8 on October 30th. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. It's Bet Online. And it's where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we got a bunch more angles to consider. The next one is the bye week. When is the Bills' bye week in 2022? It's week seven. Week seven, after the Chiefs game and before the Packers game in week eight. So that means the Bills have 11 games in a row to close the regular season. If the Bills do not get a first-round bye in the playoffs, they will play 14 weeks in a row before the bye between the AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. So if the Bills go to the Super Bowl this year, and they don't get a first-round bye in the playoffs, it will be 14 consecutive weeks in a row between week seven when the Bills have a bye and the bye week before the Super Bowl. So if the Bills go that far and they don't get the first-round bye, remember, only the number one seed gets the bye, the Bills have a long, long stretch of games, stretch of weeks with a game. Now let me inform you of something that might surprise you. The bye week matters as in terms of when it is in the season in relationship to the most recent Super Bowl winners. You kind of want that bye week to be later in the year. So your bye weeks of Super Bowl winners, in 2021, the Rams bye week was week 11. In 2020, the Bucks bye week was week 13. 2019, the Chiefs' bye week was week 12. The Patriots in 2018, their bye week was week 11. Eagles in 17, their bye week was week 10. The Patriots in 2016, their bye week was week 9. And then Denver in 2015, week 7. Before that, the Patriots week 10 in 2014. 2013, Seattle week 13. There's a pretty clear trend there that the teams that have won the Super Bowl in recent years, they've had a late-season bye. And so the Bills with a Week 7 bye, not great. Not great. You wish that bye week was, was later in the season for sure. The next thing that I look at are the rest disadvantages and advantages and short weeks overall for the Bills. And this actually checks out pretty well 
for the Buffalo Bills. In years past, the Bills were always bamboozled by the NFL and having rest disadvantages all the time. That has really been corrected significantly in recent years. In terms of rest advantages, when the Bills have a rest advantage over their opponent, that happens three times this year. Week two against Tennessee, the Bills are playing Thursday night football the week before against the Rams, and the Titans play on Sunday afternoon. And so the Bills will have an extended rest be between playing on Thursday night football in week one and Monday night football in week two against Tennessee. They have a rest advantage in week six against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are playing on Monday night football in week five versus the Raiders. The Bills play on Sunday afternoon, so they have an extra day of rest before taking on the Chiefs in week six. And then they also get a bye week before the Green Bay game in week eight. And the Packers in week seven are playing at Washington while the Bills are on a bye. So a significant rest advantage there. And so you've got rest advantages against three of your toughest opponents in the Titans, Chiefs, and Packers. As for rest disadvantages, that happens twice for the Bills this year. The Bills will be playing on a short week in week three at Miami after playing Tennessee on Monday Night Football in week two. And then Miami is in Baltimore for a Sunday afternoon game in week two. So the Bills have the extra rest heading into week two, but they're at a rest disadvantage entering week three in Miami. And then also week 18 against the New England Patriots. The Bills play Monday night football at Cincinnati in week 17. The Patriots play the Dolphins on Sunday afternoon, and so the Bills have a one-day rest disadvantage before hosting the New England Patriots in week 18. Overall, not a whole lot to complain about as it relates to rest disadvantages. Two other things that I want to point out here as it relates to rest. It's really interesting how these Thursday games line up this year. You have three Thursday games. One of them is in week one, so there's no rest advantage or disadvantage for either team. And then, obviously, you're both on a short week Thursday Thanksgiving with the Lions. But the next week, the Bills also play on Thursday against the Patriots, who are also coming off of a Thursday game on Thanksgiving. They play the night game against the Vikings on Thanksgiving. So the Bills have three Thursday games, and for all three of them, there's no rest advantage or disadvantage for either team. And then I also love that the Bills aren't playing any teams coming off their bye. So if you have a rest advantage against the Bills, I mean, you're talking about a day. That's it. One day. So that's good news. I also like to look at the good quarterbacks. When did the Bills play the good quarterbacks on their schedule? Last year, we all know that the Bills played a pretty pedestrian slate of quarterbacks, and it's a little better this year, but still not a daunting list of quarterbacks that the Bills play. Um, I think the best quarterbacks that they play are Matthew Stafford in week one. Lamar Jackson in week four, Patrick Mahomes in week six, Aaron Rodgers in week eight, Deshaun Watson with the Browns in week 11, and Joe Burrow in week 17 against the Bengals. I think every other game on this schedule 
is against a average to below average quarterback. And so the Bills, I mean, granted they have Josh Allen, they're going to have a quarterback advantage just about every single week. So, you know, last year I looked at the schedule and it was, okay, they play Mahomes, they play Brady, and who's the next best quarterback? Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, a little bit better this year, but still not a, a daunting stretch of quarterback. Stafford, Jackson, Mahomes, Rodgers, Watson, Burrow. To me, those are the above-average quarterbacks that the Bills play on their schedule. I also like to look at the rookie quarterbacks. When are the Bills going to be facing rookie quarterbacks? They did that a bunch last year, right? Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Davis Mills, Trevor Lawrence. Played a bunch of rookie quarterbacks last year. This year might only happen once. The only quarterback taken in the first two rounds of the draft this year was Kenny Pickett. The Steelers picked him at number 20 overall. That's it. No other quarterback was drafted in the first two rounds. I'm not sure the Bills will face any rookie quarterbacks this year. Now, they play Pittsburgh in week five, but are the Steelers going to be playing Kenny Pickett at that time, or are they going to be playing Mitchell Trubisky, who they signed to like a two-year, $14 million deal? Now, I know that we're all kind of rooting for Mitch Trubisky. We want to see him do well in Pittsburgh. I hope that he gets a realistic chance to be their guy. But, I mean, come on. They just picked Kenny Pickett in the first round. We know that first-round quarterbacks, they play as rookies. And so it's just a matter of when Kenny Pickett becomes their starter. Maybe it's week five. Maybe it's earlier. But there's, there's a good chance that if the Bills don't face Pickett in week five, they won't face a rookie quarterback this year. Now, the Bills face several young second-year quarterbacks, obviously two against the Jets with Zach Wilson, two against the Patriots with Mac Jones. The Bills have the Bears, which means Justin Fields. So you have two, four, five against second-year quarterbacks and maybe, maybe one against a rookie. So while you're not playing this superstar list of quarterbacks every week, you're playing better quarterbacks than you did last year and not nearly as many rookie quarterbacks. Not even close. The next thing that I look at are the weather games. You know, which games do the Bills have to go and play somewhere where it's going to be hot? Which games are played in western New York where it's a hot weather team that's going to have to come play in the cold? And there's not a whole lot of that this year. The Bills make one trip to Florida. It's against Miami. It's week three, September 25th. Now, it's going to be warm and toasty that day. And obviously, you'd love to play Miami later in the year, but that's it for hot weather games. That is literally it. And obviously, the Bills have won seven in a row against the Dolphins, and a lot of those have come early in the season, September games in Miami. So they've proven they can handle it, but every year, I still like to point it out. It's worth mentioning. And then as for hot weather teams coming to Buffalo late in the year, it's just Miami, week 15. Tua and the Dolphins come to Orchard Park Sunday, December 18th. And so that's really your only hot weather team that comes and, and has to play potentially in the cold. I like to look at the distribution of home and away games. The Bills have nine road games this year, eight home games. So now that we have 17 game seasons, every other year the Bills will have more Road games and home games. Last year, the Bills had nine home, eight road. This year, they have nine road, eight home. 
And the way that it sets up is is not great. Three of the Bills' first four games are on the road. Four of the Bills' first six games are on the road. You close with two of the last three on the road. The only real stretch of games where you're like, wow, the Bills are going to be playing at home a bunch is weeks 10 through 15, where you have four of six at home. Vikings, Browns at home, then at Detroit, at New England, Jets, Dolphins at home. But this is a this is going to be a test of the Bills' ability this year to go win on the road. Not that they haven't proven able to do that in recent years, but I mean, four of the first six on the road, two of the last three on the road. And then the next angle that I want to look at this schedule through is, is the tough stretches. And I think I've already kind of said this. It's the beginning of this schedule. I don't have to rehash this, but at the Rams, Tennessee, at Miami, at Baltimore, Pittsburgh, at Kansas City, Green Bay. Those are your first seven games. Tough, tough, stretching football games to start the year for the Buffalo Bills. Softens up after that, but you need to, need to come out playing good ball this year. You can't take 12 weeks this year to figure out your team. Bills have to start fast and not get in a, get in a hole in a very competitive AFC conference this year, especially if they want that one seed, which of course they do, especially because their bye week is in week seven, and they love to have that first-round playoff bye week. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That's what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs, and I've never had anything like this before. They're available right now, and we can't promise that they're going to be there tomorrow, so go get them today at Built.com. And if you haven't tried the puffs, I'll let you in on a little secret because that's what friends do. A chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. Delicious-flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. Make every day your birthday with Built's birthday cake puffs. Bill has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake and robbed it in 100% white chocolate and added sprinkles. With 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only 9 grams of sugar, this limited-time flavor is an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety into your day. All Built Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Got a deal for you. Go to built.com. Get those birthday cake puffs now. Use our promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, I got more to say about this schedule. The next thing I want to talk about is the opportunities on this schedule where the Bills can go on runs. We talk about this every year. Good football teams stack 
wins. They go on runs. You don't let losing streaks happen, and you stack wins. And to me, that opportunity is the nine games coming out of the bye. We talked about those first six games, but coming out of the bye, you host the Packers at the Jets, host the Vikings, host the Browns at Detroit, at New England, host the Jets, host the Dolphins at Chicago before Cincinnati in New England. That nine-game stretch, week eight through 16, go in seven, eight, or nine of those. Preferably eight or nine. That's your big chance to make a run. Tough start. Manageable stretch there from week eight to 16. The next thing that I like to look at for a schedule is the closing stretch, right? You're in the thick of the race. You want to be the one seed. You want to have the best seeding possible. You want to clinch your division, all that stuff. Last four games for the Bills. Hosting the Dolphins at Chicago, at Cincinnati, hosting the Patriots. Manageable. If you need to go win out, if you got to win your last four to secure the division, secure the one seed, you've got a path to do that. The last two talking points that I want to get into here are things that I wish were different about the schedule and things that I love about the schedule. Things that I wish were different about the schedule is that, first of all, I guess these aren't in any particular order. They're just things that I wish were different. But the first thing that I will say is that I wish the Brown the Browns game was earlier in the year. Week 11 against Cleveland. And obviously, we're expecting Deshaun Watson to face a suspension, probably six games, maybe eight games, maybe 10. But I'm guessing by week 11, he'll be the, the Browns starting quarterback. Now, how effective will he be? You know, didn't play at all last year, adjusting to a new new system, new team, new players around him. You know, it's probably going to be a process. But obviously, that's a game you wish was earlier in the year for obvious reasons. I don't love playing the Lions on Thanksgiving. You know, it's exciting the Bills are playing on Thanksgiving three of the last four years. It's been really fun, especially because you know, they dismantled the Saints. They dismantled the Cowboys. We loved it. We loved watching Josh Allen and Trey White and Dawson Knox, you know, and Steph Diggs eating turkey legs on Thanksgiving. I love that. But I don't think there could be a worse time to play the Detroit Lions. You got to go to their place on a short week in their Super Bowl, right? That's the Detroit Lions every year. Thanksgiving is their Super Bowl. It's just. Like, I don't think the Bills are going to go to Detroit and lose that football game. But if there ever was a combination of things that you don't want to be true about playing the Lions, it's at their place, short week, for their Super Bowl on Thanksgiving. I wish the Bills didn't have to play Miami in week three. Obviously, I never want to see the Bills have to go to South Florida in September. I wish that the Bills played the new coaching staffs on on their schedule earlier in the year. So the Dolphins have a new coaching staff, but I mean, defensively, they're the same coaching staff. And offensively, you know, it's going to be a better situation for them. But you look at the other two new coaching staffs, it's the Minnesota Vikings in week 10, 
It's the Chicago Bears in Week 16. You wish those games were earlier in the year. You know, new coaching staff, new players, new situation, a lot of feeling each other out, right? You're not necessarily hitting your stride early on. Well, by Week 10, Week 16, those teams probably have some type of an understanding of who they are. You'd like to catch them earlier in the year. I wish that the Kansas City game was later in the season so that Trey White could be fully back if that winds up being a thing. I wish that three of the first four and four of the first six weren't on the road. I wish more than two of the six standalone games weren't on the road. And I wish the bye week was later. So those are the things that I think about when I, I say, what do I wish was different? Those are the things that come to mind. What are the things that I love about the schedule? First of all, I think opening night is as good as any to play the Rams. You know, no real advantage for them in terms of hosting you as an East Coast team playing out West. It's week one. You know, they've got a lot of new pieces. We've talked about this. You've got Aaron Cromer, who's certainly familiar with the Rams. Von Miller's familiar with the Rams. So I like those things. I like that. You know, if you're going to play the Rams, I think it's a good time to do it. Here's a big one. This is one that maybe a lot of people aren't talking about. But I really like how the divisional games, the second game against all the teams, the Dolphins, Jets, Patriots, the first one is at their place. The second one is in Buffalo. And the second one's always harder, right? You've already played each other once. You played a lot of common opponents. You're familiar with each other. The second one is the harder one. And for all three of them, the second one is in Buffalo. I think that's something that's a really underrated component of the schedule. Something I really like. I love that the Bills play Green Bay coming out of the bye. Uncommon opponent, good quarterback, gives you a little time to prepare for them. I love that the Bills are not playing any games against teams coming off their bye week. I love that there's no really worrisome rest disadvantages. And I love how the three Thursday games lay out where you're not in a real tough spot because it's week one. Both you and Detroit are playing short weeks. Detroit's not a far flight from Buffalo. And then obviously your game after that is against New England, who's also playing on a, on a Thursday, the Thanksgiving game before. So I think that Thursday layout is very good for the Bills. The final thought that I want to leave you with here as we've, I mean, we've talked about this schedule from every angle. You've seen it. You've thought about it. You're excited. I'm excited. But here's the overarching thought that we need to consider. Because I can look at this thing through all the angles in the world. We could talk about it. We could break it down. We could talk about the opponents. But do not forget that the Bills are that team. You might pull up the schedule and look at some of the challenging games and say, oh, that's going to be a tough one. That's going to be a tough one. Every single team that looks at their schedule and sees the Buffalo Bills knows that they're in for a tough football game and that they're going to have to play their best game to beat the Bills. So regardless of how this thing lays out, the tough start to the season, four of the first six on the road, two of the last three on the road, those teams got to play the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen and Steph Diggs and Von Miller and Ed Oliver and a team that has proven who they are over the last two seasons, a hungry team. So let's not forget that the Bills are that team. 
they're that team that other teams see on their schedule and say, damn, that's going to be tough. Now, we got a long way between now and September 8th, but we'll get there. Got plenty of discussion coming your way on this podcast throughout the offseason. We're not going anywhere. We're Monday through Friday. All year, I have a loaded summer plan for us. Don't miss anything. Make sure that you're subscribed. We'd love it if you took a second to rate, review, and share the podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great weekend, and I look forward to catching up with you again on Monday. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.